Hi, I'm Randy Badge, and this is Badge of Honor. Today I'm talking to marriages and how to move from conflict to connection. Benjamin Franklin once said, If you argue and rankle and contradict, you may achieve a victory sometimes, but it will be an empty victory because you'll never get your opponent's goodwill. You know, when Laura and I were first married, and any time we would have a conflict or an argument, I would give Lori the silent treatment. You know, that's what I had learned from my parents. I wouldn't say anything, and neither would she. Obviously, our conflict never was resolved and would show its ugly head later down the road. Instead of moving toward each other in oneness, it caused us to isolate and move away from each other. Someone once said the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting different results. That's exactly what we were doing. We eventually realized that we needed to do something different. We knew we had to talk through what was causing the conflict, even if it was going to be hard. We found that when we worked through our conflict with grace and forgiveness, we would move from isolation to growing closer in our relationship and moving toward oneness, which is what the Bible says we should do. Family Life's Art of Marriage video um, marriage program tells us that conflict is common to all marriages. The goal of marriage is not to be conflict-free, but to learn how to handle conflict correctly when it does occur. They suggest that healthy conflict happens when couples are willing to seek and grant forgiveness and suggest the following tips for communication. First, address one issue at a time when you have a conflict. Next, to navigate conflict successfully, you need the right tools. They said to seek to discover why the conflict began. When you do, you will find out what's important to your spouse. Now, communication works on two levels, the content level, which is truth, and the relational level, which is love. Keep from being too busy to listen to your spouse. Take time to resolve the conflict. Retrain yourself to be present in the moment with your spouse. So, what does the Bible say about communication? Ephesians 4.15 says, Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into Him who is the head, into Christ. James 1.19 says, Let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. You know, dealing with anger, uh, James in James uh, 4, verses 1 through 2a, it says, What causes quarrels and fights among you? Is it not this? that your passions are at war within you, you desire and you do not have. So you murder, you covet, and cannot obtain. So you fight and quarrel. You do not have because you do not ask. In other words, we choose to be angry rather than choosing to work things out. No one can make us angry. Conflict occurs when our desires aren't fulfilled or we don't get what we want. James 1 1, verse 20 says, The anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. In The Art of Marriage, they give these tips to cooling off when you're in a heated conflict. First, take a deep breath and relax. 
Look each other in the eye while you are sitting or standing. Speak softly and slowly. Proverbs 15.11 says, A soft answer turns away wrath. Keep your legs and arms uncrossed. Do not clench your fist or purse your lips. Keep reminding yourself and your spouse that we can find a win-win resolution to this. And watch your language. Wrong words can escalate a conflict. Never use words like never or always or unless or can't or won't or don't or should or shouldn't. You can de-escalate a conflict with words like maybe, perhaps, sometimes, what if, it seems like, I feel, I think, and I wonder. Affirm and acknowledge the other person. Ask questions that encourage the other person to look for a solution. Ask open-ended questions rather than ones that evoke a yes or a no response. The Art of Marriage says that when confronting in love, uh, we are fallen creatures and we can expect conflict in our marriage. And there are many things in a marriage that are not worth fighting about. 1 Peter 4, 8 says, love covers a multitude of sins. And there are things that over time uh, need to be addressed and to lovingly confront when issues are undermining your relationship. When we prepare to confront, we should always examine our heart. Matthew 7, 4 says, We need to spend time in prayer and be sure to check our motives and choose our timing wisely. When it's time to confront, be sure to speak the truth in love, Ephesians 4, 15, and choose your words carefully, which comes from Ephesians 4, 29. The Art of Marriage says to be sure to consider these uh, thoughts uh, when preparing to confront. Is it worth it or can I just let it go? Have I spent time praying about this issue? What pattern or habit of mind contributed to the problem? Is it the right time to confront? What's my motivation? Am I trying to retaliate? Or restore, punish, or pursue peace? Am I seeking the truth in love? Ephesians 4.15 Am I choosing my words carefully? Ephesians 4.29 The goal of lovingly con- confrontation is to restore oneness in your marriage. Galatians 6.1 In the art of marriage, we are told to seek forgiveness. Here are some thoughts. We need to seek and grant forgiveness of others because of what Christ has done for us. Ephesians 4.32 Some hindrances to seek forgiveness are lacking time to communicate or being proud in our relationships or being too general about the offense and allowing offenses to pile up. When seeking forgiveness, begin to admitting to God and yourself that you were wrong. Spend time in prayer, be specific, accept responsibility for the consequences, and change. Consider the attitudes that may have led to the offense and seek to correct them. The Art of Marriage also shares the following steps when seeking forgiveness. Okay, step number one, 
be specific. Say, I'm sorry for whatever it was. Step number two, repent. I was wrong and I don't want to do that again. Step number three is ask for forgiveness. Will you forgive me? The Art of Marriage talks about what to do when granting forgiveness. Now, true forgiveness is not conditional or forgetting everything that had happened or pretending that something didn't happen or an automatic cure for the hurt. True forgiveness is a choice to set your spouse free from the debt of the offense. An attitude of letting go of resentment and vengeance. The first step towards a process of rebuilding trust. An act of obedience to God. Step to granting forgiveness. These are the steps for granting forgiveness, um, which I got from the art of marriage. Step number one, do it privately. Go to God in prayer. God, forgive my spouse, whoever, whatever their name is, for hurting me. Do it publicly and specifically. Go to your spouse and be specific. I forgive you for... And step number three, do it graciously. Keep the bigger goal in mind. Let's settle this and get on with our relationship. And step number four, do it generously. Acknowledge your own feelings to maintain balance. I've done things like that myself. When we compromise without connection, it can feel like we lost. We move farther apart rather than closer together. It can feel threatening. We tend to distance ourselves from each other. Fear and insecurity can take over in our relationships. But when we compromise with connection, it feels like love. We move closer together rather than farther apart. Closer connections can happen. We let down our guard and validate each other's feelings rather than defending our own. This kind of intimacy happens only when we choose to seek to understand, move past behavior, and stay connected even in conflict. Dietrich Bonhoeffer once said, God gives you Christ as the foundation of your marriage. Welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. Romans 15:7. Don't insist on your rights. Don't blame each other, don't judge or condemn each other, don't find fault with each other, but accept each other as you are and forgive each other every day from the bottom of your hearts. When you're reconnected, conflict can become less scary and love has a fertile ground to grow even deeper. May God bless you as you move from conflict to connection in your marriages. Thank you for listening. God bless everybody. Bye.